You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. I work two jobs to support my family. He does absolutely nothing. It's not my fault. My wife is better at filling out job applications than I am. He doesn't cook. He doesn't clean. He doesn't even clean up the mess behind himself, and I'm tired of it. And if nothing changes, this marriage has to be done for good. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Remsen versus Remsen. Thank you, Juan. Before we start today, I want to acknowledge our virtual audience. They are here with us. How are you guys doing? You look great. Thank you for being with us today. Natasha Remsen. Yes, Your Honor. You are here today suing your husband, Ricky Remsen. You say you want a divorce. Yes. And you are also suing for $2,000, the amount of items you say you lost while moving, and you're blaming him for that loss. Yes. Correct? And you are countersuing, sir, for $300, the price of a broken game console? Yes, Your Honor. I'll start with you, Ms. Remsen. Why don't you give me some background and tell me what brought you to divorce court today? I'm done with this marriage. Um, he plays too many games, and... The reason why I married him was because he took such interest in my kids into taking that role on mm -hmm. before me and him even got together. Okay, and how many kids did you have? I have, well, right now we have five. But before you married? I have four. Four, okay. It's just like once we got married, it's just all the love and stuff just went out the door. Mr. Remsen, you've heard what your wife said today. I understand the two of you have been together six years. You got married two years ago, what do you want to say in response to what she just said? She put anybody over me, friends, cousins, it, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, I can say I don't want someone at my house and instead of them having to get put out or leave, I'll be the one getting put out of my own home. Like, example, I'll tell her cousin she got to go. Her cousin, the reply to me is, you'll be the one leaving and then when Tasha get off work, I'll be the one leaving, like she said. Like, so, so your wife will tell you to leave well, the house? Yeah, I done got put out a couple times. Okay, and what's he did that about? Get, he did not get put out because other people came to the house. He got put out because of his actions. He did of, not... Of, of telling them they gotta go. You gotta go. Y'all mm -hmm. overstand mm -hmm. your welcome. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And she telling me I'm wrong for that, calling me all types of names, like I'm not a real man because I'm putting them out. I'm, that's not my problem, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. My problem is my family. Mm -hmm. And for my own kids not to be able to play in their own room mm -hmm. because somebody else is in there telling them they're making too much noise, like, yes, I got a problem. It's time for y'all to go. Y'all so, too comfortable. So you feel like you don't have any authority in your own home? I don't. And so is that true? He what don't he have no authority for the simple fact that he don't So know you admit that he has no authority no, in your house. No, he cannot tell me what to do or when or none of that. Because... Well, he's not saying he's telling you what to do. He's talking about other people in your home being prioritized over him. See, they don't even live there. This, this is my thing. When is that true wanna, or not? When you want to be a man, mm -hmm. you have to act like a man. You can't say you want to be a man and be a boy. So you're treating him like a child and hoping that he turns around and acts like a man? No, actually, I'm not treating him like nothing anymore. Mm -hmm. I done let it go. I done asked. I done begged. So long, I'm mm -hmm. not doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, at this point in time, 
Whatever he does, he does. So you're mean to tell me everything that you're complaining about now happened in the last two years. But prior to that, for those four years, he was the picture perfect man that you wanted him to be. That's what you're telling me? I get disrespected on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a, a child who has asthma. And because I'm friends with somebody he does not like, he decides he wants to smoke in the house. Uh, smoke that cigarettes. ain't true. She just lied. You just, you told All me right. to my I, face. I started smoking so, in the house when she stayed out one night. She spent the night out somewhere. And when that happened, I thought we didn't have no more rules. Since you could stay out, I thought there's no more rules. So with so no more rules, so, that means so smoke cigarettes in the house. Ma'am, ma'am, do not speak directly to him in my courtroom again and don't speak directly to her. You don't ask the questions. I'm asking the questions today. You say he smoked in the house. Did you stay out all night? Yes, I did. Okay. If you want to tell me the things that he's doing, tell me what you're doing. Because Mm -hmm. it makes it look like you're just piecemealing what's really happening in the marriage. Mm -hmm. So, B, this is the time Mm -hmm. to be open and honest about everything that's happened. You stayed out all night... You're married. You're a wife. He doesn't expect that from his wife. So mm-hmm. he smokes in the house in, in retaliation because there are no rules. So it's tit for tat, right? We, we, got a whole, we got a whole one-year-old now by only her decision. You see what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean, her decision? Because since we married, we adopted the baby together. But I didn't adopt the baby. I didn't even want the baby. Right. I told her that. Told her I didn't want nothing to do with the baby. Don't give the baby my last name and everything. But yet, now we have a baby. He got my last name. I... So you adopted? She a child. adopted. I didn't adopt nothing. Okay. So what happened with that? We've been trying to have a baby for about a good five to six years. Mm-hmm. We couldn't. I couldn't get pregnant. Then in two 2000... thousand. She blamed that on me because she say I won't stop smoking and stuff. So. She blamed that I'm on me to talking that. about my so sperm in, count low. But two, we never even got tested to see if my count Yes, was low. we did. Okay. What happened? How did you end up adopting a child that he claims That's what I'm getting he to. did not want anything to do with? I when I went to the medical weight loss, they absolutely they have to take a, a pregnancy test because I cannot lose weight if I'm pregnant. So they did a blood draw, they called me and they told me I was pregnant. I didn't believe him because we've been trying for so long. Mm-hmm. So I asked them to redo it again. They redid it again and it still came back positive. I went home and took a pregnancy test and it came out positive. It's been numerous of times where I don't work two jobs while he sits at home playing video games. Mm-hmm. And I come home, the kids ask mine, you gonna cook dinner? I'm like, what you mean? I asked him, like, did they eat? Oh no, they didn't say they was hungry. months pregnant were you? I was only eight weeks. You were eight weeks pregnant, but you told him you were pregnant. Yes. Okay, so you, at that point, you're having a child, right? Yes. And you're happy about this, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay, because you've been trying for a long time. Yes, ma'am. So, eight weeks into the pregnancy... My uncle had got really sick. He was staying with me. He ended up passing away. Mm. He passed away April 24th. I lost the baby April 25th. He blamed me for losing the baby because I cried for, you know, cried for so long and mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't really It was really a traumatic eating. experience yes. with, with what happened with your uncle 
and you finding him in that condition, he ends up passing away, and then you have a miscarriage a few days later. The next day. The next day. Yes. Is that the reason that you looked into adopting a child? We looked into fostering the kid um, at first, and then um, an old coworker of mine um, contacted me, and she said, I just found out I'm four months pregnant mm -hmm. and I don't have the means to take care of a baby and I know you will love this baby like he's your own. Mm -hmm. And she said, would you take him? And I said, yeah. You know okay, what I'm saying? And, so, and, but what did he say about that? But when I spoke to him, he said, oh, I don't want nothing to do with that baby because it's not my blood. Okay, and so at that point, do you go back to your coworker and say, my husband does not want to adopt this child, so... Unfortunately, no, I'm not, not. going to be able to do that? No, I do not. Oh, and so you just move forward with it? I with with the process? Yes. And then... And uh, why, why would you do that? Because there's an expectation, because I read your papers, because there's an expectation that he's going to share in the responsibility for raising this adopted baby, right? No, it wasn't, because he made so, it perfectly clear that I'll be doing everything by myself. Okay, he so... He made that clear. So if he made that clear, then what complaints do you have in the event that you move forward with an adoption? And why are you surprised by the fact? Did you think that because you, when you brought the baby home, he would warm up to the no, idea and be okay did. with he it put, after the fact? Be, before the baby came home, he, I was having a hard time putting this dresser together. He told me, go in here, go to bed. I put the dresser together. I woke okay, up, that's he not, put the dresser together. Okay, that's not taking care of a child. And that's putting we, furniture together. No, we was talking about names for the baby, everything. Not the same thing. You want to think that he was warming up to the fact that you were adopting this child, but he told you explicitly, I don't want to do this. And you thought you were gonna change his mind. And that didn't happen because this baby has been in your home for a year, right? Mm -hmm. Has his mind changed? When that baby came home, I asked him, do you want to take the baby? Because at the time I went back to work and he was working. I asked him, do you want to take the baby or no? He said, yeah, give my son. Put him in the car and ever since then, that baby been with him. But when he gets mad at if I don't give him money or if I don't do something that he wants and the baby wants him, go with your mama. I don't want you. I don't want to deal with you. Go with your mama. It's been numerous of times where I don't work two jobs while he sits at home playing video games mm -hmm. and I come home and the kids ask, mine, is you going to cook dinner? I'm like, what you mean? I asked him, like, did they eat? Oh, no, they didn't say they was hungry. Like, you, you couldn't ask them? I think the issue is because the choice to adopt was made before the child is brought back into your home and you made that choice. He said he did not want to adopt the baby. So what's the difference and between you, fostering some may I, kids may I to go and adopt? Do you really, do you, you don't know the difference between having a foster we child and adopting a child? We were fostering to adopt. That's the whole reason of us fostering this, the kids to adopt. In this scenario, Ms. Remsen, he told you what he did not want. Mm -hmm. You didn't listen, just like you're not listening to me now. Mm -hmm. It's not a logical decision to make a decision like that unless both parents agree, are happy, and excited about it. I'll go a step further. It sh you should be excited and enthusiastic mm -hmm. and happy. Even a begrudging yes should not be good enough for you because it is a lot of responsibility and you already have four children. Before the baby even came, I told her she gonna have to choose between me and that baby. She mm -hmm. told me she choosing that baby. That was one of the times I left. 
everything I've heard today, when I ask you a question, the first thing you say is, I did that because he did this to me. So you both spent years hurting each other. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and for exclusive content, go to Apple TV. You have a witness here today? Yes. Who's your witness? My cousin. What is she a witness to? She used to stay with us. What is she a witness to? Everything. Okay, let me hear from your cousin. What's her name? Kyra. Kyra, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Thank you for joining us today. Have you been listening to the testimony today, Kyra? I have. Okay, and what is it that you'd like to add? I just personally feel like they weren't were ready to be married. He's not a bad person. He is a bad husband. The expectation that my cousin looks to him, he does not come through with, with, with what he's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? I think for the, my cousin, the type of person that she is, she deserves better. You know what I'm saying? He deserves better. They just don't deserve to be together with each other. Okay, thank you, Kyra. What is your lawsuit about? You're suing for $2,000 for items you lost while moving. Tell me about that. So, uh, prior to the move-in, he had brought his family members over to help. My family members was over there as well, helping us pack the truck up and stuff like that. You rented a truck... Yes. ...to pack all of your items and move from yes. one state to another state? Yes. Okay, and you're suing for $2,000 because you said you had to leave some things? Yes. Um, his family member at the end basically was starting throwing stuff in the truck. So it was mm -hmm. like um, a big gap. And Kyra can tell you, because she unpacked my truck to repack and I got more stuff in there. I just want to make sure I understand what you're saying. Those are your items that were left behind. Yes. And, and you're saying they were left behind because the, the truck wasn't packed properly. Yes. Who packed up the truck? Mostly him and his family was packing up the stuff. Okay, so him and his family packed up the truck. You're saying it wasn't packed properly. Mm -hmm. So... You want him to be legally responsible for the things you had to leave behind because perhaps you didn't have a big enough truck. Perhaps it wasn't packed properly. Perhaps it wasn't packed at all. There are a number of things that you could do. You could go and repack before you leave. You can get somebody else to come and pick up those things and drive them where they're going. There are a number of remedies you can put in place besides leaving them behind on the street and suing him for $2,000 because you're blaming him that it's his fault. Legally, it's just not. Sir, you're countersuing for $300 for a broken game console. You're saying she broke your, your game console? Uh, yeah, I said she broke it because of the simple fact. Well, did she? Um, her cousin did or her cousin kids. Okay, so now you want to sue her. Because she let them into my man cave. Her cousin or her cousin's kids. Breaking yeah. something that you own. Yeah. Not her. She, she let them into my but personal space. one of her space. family members, and you don't even know which one. Nope. I'm not ordering her to pay $300 for her cousin and them coming in your house, breaking your game. All right. Because I know people, I can, from everything I've heard today, I know people are in and out of this house. understand how difficult it must have been to lose your uncle and your baby in a matter of days. 
but adopting a child as a reaction to this grief that you're going through, that your husband has told you he does not want is not the solution. It caused more problems. When people talk, especially about a lifelong decision about bringing another child into your family when you already have four, you have to listen. Because nothing takes away or eases the pain of those experiences. Not another child, not alcohol, not saying that that's what you did, but some people start to rely on things outside of themselves to try to cope. Logically, maybe you thought adopting this child would take some of that pain away, but in retrospect, it just didn't make any sense because he didn't want to be a parent to that child and he told you. So now we have a baby who's coming to the house and when the two of you get upset with each other, you don't claim the child. You say it's not his, he says it's not his to you. And you go back and forth about the responsibility and who suffers? One person, mm -hmm. that baby. One of the main issues for the two of you is how you're gonna get past the hurt you believe the other person has caused you. And in order for this relationship to go forward, that's a choice that only you, that, that's a question that only you can answer. Whether you can have true forgiveness based on everything that's happened in the last six years, because there is a lot of resentment that's built up that you have towards him and that you have towards her. Everything I've heard today, when I ask you a question, the first thing you say is, I did that because he did this to me. So you've both spent years hurting each other. I listen and I advise people all the time on what I think is best based on all of my experience working in family law, working in family court, seeing couples, seeing families. It always comes down to a personal choice. But this one is a real personal choice for you because you can only move forward if you choose to forgive what's happened in the past. You can only move forward if you stop retaliating against each other and you can only move forward if you make the decision to bring your best self into this relationship and stop acting like children when one person does something that the other person doesn't like. You already have five children. You don't need seven in the same household. That's my decision. There will be no money recovery in this matter. Good luck to both of you. When you come back, I was taking care of the adopted baby because you won't get a job unless I fill out your job applications. You, you act like I know how to do that. I, I do you try? Okay. Do you try? Not at all. Exactly, that's my point. Oh. But you sit up here, you instill that into the kids. They have to try first before they ask for help, but then you don't follow your own. You don't practice what you preach. The last four check, what have you done with your checks? Nothing. 